Hello, and welcome to the Incredipal blog. I'm Paul Ferranbi, founder and owner of Incredipal. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of my blog. Please enjoy. Are you wondering what's next? Has everything you tried failed? Or maybe you just feel a little bit stuck? Then coaching may be right for you. The coaching relationship is a relationship that's totally centered on you. If you're tired of running on the hamster wheel of life, want to start seeing results, reach out to Incredible for help. So what are you waiting for? Go to paulferranbi.com or at I am Incredible on all my socials. Click the link in the bio for your free coaching session. I want to make sure you become the best version of yourself. Blog number 13, Self-Deception. The interesting thing about self-deception is that no one thinks it's happening to them. That's also what makes it very dangerous. It takes a really humble person to question whether what they think of themselves is true and to take a more objective look at themselves. I say more objective because I don't believe it's possible to be completely objective. As I mentioned in my previous blog, biases run rampant, and they're not necessarily all bad, but it is important to understand where your biases may lie. Self-deception occurs because we focus on our own beliefs instead of listening to facts or the feelings of others. It doesn't mean you're completely selfish, but it definitely means you're not selfless. The concept of self-deception is well-defined in the book by the Arbinger Institute called Leadership and Self-Deception. For an example of self-deception, look no further than our acquaintance that refuses to leave. COVID-19, covid Rona, whatever your favorite name is, there are many on both sides who are either strongly opposed or for vaccinations and wearing masks. Both cite science or faux science as their foundation. But first, let's quickly define science. A quick Google search defines science as, quote, the intellectual and practical activity encompassing the systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation and experiment. End quote. We can conclude that science has to do with observations and experiments, but in mid-March, we were dealing with a virus that had very little observations or experiments done on it yet. It surely feels like we've been in this pandemic forever, but think back to March 2020, when we were hearing multiple things that were seemingly contradictory of the spread of COVID-19. Many people started to question the WHO, not the ban, and the CDC, saying that they were confused or spreading, quote, fake news, end quote. What others may not have realized is that they were still gathering data and working to give the best guidance based on the information they had thus far. Science deals only with data, and the very nature of science means that it gets better with time. This is the systematic study of nature part. It's a polarizing subject, which is why I chose it, as an excellent example of how self-deception can rear its ugly head. Many people are adamant about wearing masks, fascinated or not, inside or outside, on a bike, on a plane, Sam I am. Sorry, I got cut off for a second. However, this is not following the science per se. First off, we need to determine what we're trying to accomplish with these restrictions. Vaccinations don't always prevent disease. They simply provide your body with the necessary antibodies to fend off the disease so you have a better chance of survival. Depending on the disease, there may be various antibodies needed. This is why a new flu vaccine is administered every year because of various strains that pop up. 
My focus here is self-deception. And I'll let you do your own research because Google is free. Science and data have proven that the vaccine is effective at preventing serious and fatal consequences of being exposed to COVID-19 at a tremendously high rate. On the contrary, it doesn't prevent you from contracting the disease. If your goal is to maintain your health and increase your chances of surviving COVID-19, congratulations, the vaccine will achieve that. If you're trying to contain or stop the spread of this disease, vaccinations will not do this. That's not the primary goal for a vaccine. The virus is primarily spread through small droplets that we breathe in or absorb through the skin, which is why we're told to mask up and wash our hands frequently. The only way to truly prevent the disease is to avoid the disease-causing droplets from infected people. But the hard part is that the data has shown people can transmit the disease with no symptoms. The best way to do this is to wear a mask, because people with vaccines can still transmit the disease while remaining seemingly unharmed. Now, let's talk about those of you who are starkly against the vaccines and masks, because they infringe on your civil liberties. Let's define civil liberties for everyone first. Again, a simple Google search defines a civil liberty as, quote, the state of being subject only to laws established for the good of community, and especially with regards to freedom of action and speech, end quote. I'll pull out two key things here, good and community. It doesn't mention the individual anywhere in this definition, now does it? Here's where the self-deception comes in. Remember I talked about it occurring when we're focused on ourselves and our beliefs and not thinking about others? Citing civil liberties that benefit you but put others at risk is contrary to that definition. If you're selfish, so be it. But don't try to hide it under the guise of civil liberties. From what we've seen from the virus is that it preys on the immune system and wreaks havoc on people with weaker immune systems. Self-deception focuses on yourself and your health history but it ignores the many people you could be putting at risk. There is a way to target self-deception, but it's not easy. However, it is pretty simple. It's being open to all the facts and having an open mind to a view that opposes you. Maybe your view is right, but that doesn't mean you're always right about everything. This is where we must engage our slow brain or processing side and see things as what they really are, and not the shortcuts that only benefit ourselves. If we all cared more about others, we would all be covered. And whether you agree with masks or vaccinations, think of the many countries, religions, and cultures that have all been faced with the same dilemma and have seen catastrophic events occur. The chances of a conspiracy that the whole world is in on are only mathematically possible. But in the real world, it's impossible. Critique every data point you get and challenge it before you arrive to a solution. Confirmation bias is all too real, as I mentioned in my last blog. So we must take due diligence to discover the truth for ourselves. There's so much more I can say about this. But chances are, if you're against masks or vaccinations, you've already stopped listening to me. However, if you're still listening, I'm challenging you to truly understand the other side. And don't repeat rhetoric just because it fits your narrative. We saw how dangerous things can get when we blindly follow someone or an idea on January 6th. Let's all come together as members of the human race to do something simple to benefit all. Mask up if you're not vaccinated so you can protect those around you. At the same time, you'll protect yourself. 
I'm going to practice what I just mentioned, and I'm interested in hearing your thoughts, as long as it's reasonable and not lashing out. I'm open to new ideas and information, and you should be as well. Thanks for listening to my blog. Hope to hear from you soon.